0: Boy, do I have a bone to pick with the ICC. As I'm sure you're all aware by now, Scotland have been eliminated from the Cricket World Cup qualifier in rather unjust circumstances. They were chasing down 199 for victory and for qualification, ultimately. They were going along pretty nicely, but then Richie Barrington was given out LBW by Paul Wilson, and quite clearly, it was the incorrect decision. That ball would not have hit a fourth stump if you put one next to the leg stump. It was that bad. And here's the funny thing about it. Just a few overs after that dismissal, the rain came and there was no more play. Scotland lost the game by five runs on the Duckworth-Lewis Stern method. But here's the thing. If Richard Barrington had not been given out, Scotland would have been ahead by three runs on the Duckworth-Lewis Stern method and they would have qualified for the World Cup. That is the fine margin we're talking about here an umpiring decision cost scotland a place in the world cup and you only have to look back to last game in which scotland were done dirty as well against ireland that andrew balberni decision he was plum lbw wasn't given and he went on to make a match winning hundred for ireland so this all begs the question why is there no drs at the cricket world cup qualifier for such a high stakes tournament how can you not have drs available i thought the icc just passed a law making drs mandatory for odis apparently not so now here's espn cricket infos explainer as to why there is no drs at the tournament and i quote as a number of games are not being televised and for conditions to be consistent for all matches, the ICC has decided not to use DRS for any of the games. Also, it is worth bearing in mind this isn't a profit-making event for the ICC, so anything to keep costs down is the way forward. You talk about consistency, but not all the games in this tournament were given ODI status. Games involving the Paul and the Netherlands were counted as list A games. So... This tournament is defined by its inconsistency. But here's the big issue I have with it. The ICC want to keep costs down. This is yet another installment in the long list of decisions the ICC have made that have sacrificed the integrity of the game just so they can line their pockets. Let's not worry about the competitive integrity of the competition. Let's just worry about... How much money we can make, or in this case, save. It is quite frankly despicable behavior. And talking about decisions the ICC have made, why did they reduce the World Cup from a 14 team tournament to a 10 team tournament in the first place? Isn't the point of a World Cup to give opportunity to as many teams as possible to showcase their skills on the world stage? Isn't it about trying to grow the game? beyond new boundaries? Not so. It's about maximising revenue. And how does the ICC go about maximising revenue? Maximising the amount of guaranteed India games at the tournament. They created a format specifically to get India to play as many games as possible. In this 10-team, single-group format, India, will play at least nine games at the tournament this is up from at least six at the previous world cup now why is this the case well as i'm sure you're all aware india is by far the biggest market in the cricketing world and hence the majority of the revenue from these tournaments comes from india so more india games equals more revenue it's pretty simple but it is amazing to me how low the ICC stoop to get this done it's plain and simple what they're trying to do but they hide it under the veil of the associate nations are not competitive enough the reason they're not competitive enough is that you do not provide them with ample opportunities to improve and the very structure of the tournament the format of the world cup is so that it makes it as hard as possible for the associate nations to succeed what world cup has seven-team groups like the last World Cup, or in this case, 10-team groups. The most I've seen is five-team groups at the Rugby World Cup. Most have four-team groups like the Football World Cup. By making these large groups, it means that the smaller nations have to make several upsets just to have a shot at getting to the next round. The format makes it as hard as possible for the associate nations to get to the next round While trying to make sure that the big teams get through, it is quite frankly deplorable how the ICC have structured the World Cup as a money making exercise and taking out any competitive integrity. If Scotland had made this World Cup, they would have had to upset at least four of the bigger teams to have a shot at getting to the next round. That is how ridiculous the format is. You should have to. Make one upset, and then you're in with a real chance of getting in. But that's not the case. Anyway, let's look at the ramifications this has for Scottish cricket going forward. They are an associate member, and so they don't receive nearly as much funding as the full members. In fact, they receive one eighth of the funding that Zimbabwe do from the ICC. That just shows you how much of a disadvantage associate nations are at. Not only that, Less funding has a domino effect on their cricket. It makes it difficult for them to contract their players. It makes it difficult for them to be able to grow their cricketing infrastructure, which then makes it difficult for them to develop players and so on and so forth. It's a killer for Scottish cricket. They will not be able to live this down for a long time. And what's more, they're not a part of the new ODI league that's set to run starting in 2020. But you know what's funny about that ODI league? The Netherlands qualified as the 13th team to take part in what is really a qualification tournament for the World Cup. The top eight teams automatically go through. The Netherlands got there on the back of winning the World Cricket League, which finished in the middle of 2017. The ICC ODI league will not begin until mid 2020. Is it fair that a team qualifies for the league based on something that finished? three years ago i think it's fair to say that it could have been done in a better way scotland to me clearly a better outfit than the netherlands at this point in time scotland don't have a lot of fixtures they only had four odis against test playing nations in the last cycle and do you know how long their summer of cricket is this year four days long they play an odi against england and two 2020s against pakistan in the space of four days. How are you supposed to improve as a team when your home summer is four days long? It's a sad state of affairs. As for the West Indies, they dodged a bullet here. The fact that they needed a huge slice of luck to get past Scotland and qualify for the World Cup is an indictment on where their cricket is at the moment. This could have so easily been a debacle for the west indies they got away with one big time here but that doesn't paper over the cracks that they are a poor odi team and they are going to have to get a lot better if they are going to stand a chance at the world cup next year but anyway if you got this far thanks for watching the video let me know what you think about the icc basically and i will see you in the next video